Hey, hey, hey. And you know this, man. (laughs) What's popping? Oh, nothing much. Oh, my gosh. It has been a busy, busy, busy Monday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all Mondays are. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. (laughs) All Mondays are. Horrible. I'm so glad to be back, man. I miss I miss potting. You know, I miss I miss our fans. I miss our listeners. Aww. You know what I'm saying? How you guys been? I hope you guys been good. I've been good. Portia been good. Yes, I have. <laughs> how, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was cool. Um, Saturday was National Macaroon Day, and whoa, 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 wait a minute, what is that? <laughs> what, 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 what's going on here? What, what is so it's <laughs> this is some real fat shit, but um, it, <laughs> a macaron is like a little French, um, like a little French pastry, it's like a little cookie with a little filling, and it comes in different colors, flavors. So you talking about Oreo? No, it is. It is definitely not an Oreo, sir. Please do not, <laughs> do not disrespect the macaroon. You talking about but, a, a jelly donut? No, it's not a jelly. It's not a jelly donut. What's the equivalent? Donut. What's the equivalent to you know that? Oh, a cookie. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's good. It's, it's a French dessert. They're very popular. I forgot you. Um, I forgot you culture. I forgot. Yes. Right. Well traveled, not just playing. <laughs> um, but no, it's a French uh dessert, but there's actually um there's a black lady who owns a French bakery. She owns a French bakery um here in St. Louis and nice. every year yeah, every year like for National Macaron Day, like she goes all out and she creates like all these different flavors. You can pre order them, you can try to order them on the day of and like literally like she creates so many different like flavors, varieties. How many did you have? Um, so I ordered. <laughs> yeah, I let's ordered get cut a, to the chase. I ordered a total of eighteen. Damn. I I I'm on like a two a day type. <laughs> oh my God, I am. <laughs> like I eat like two a day. They are they are so good. Oh my uh-huh. God, they are so good. One of my friends was actually telling me that this was the first like first year she's missed it that she's done this, and she's like, oh, I always get all the flavors. I thought like you forty macaroons. So I thought you, uh, I thought you was about to start working out and stuff like that. What's going on? Oh, uh, I actually lost four pounds last week. Please do not, do not. <laughs> oh my do bad, not. my bad, right. big homie. My, Thank you. Hey, my bad. Hey, I apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know Would have been five if it wasn't for National Macaroon Day. So <laughs> right. I got you. Okay. Yeah, man, my week, uh, it was cool, man. It was cool. I had a nice little chill, chill week. You know, uh, of course, I had work, and on the weekend, I just was chilling. Watched a lot of basketball. It was a lot of upsets. So, uh, just, just just been vibing, man. I'm just enjoying it. Kind of getting back into the swing of things. Uh, I got me a scale. I weighed myself. I got a scale for the food. I got that. So, I'm kind of, like, in the process where I'm just creating this. You know what I'm saying? It's accountability. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just just building it. I'm going to hit the gym after we uh, finish the pot. But uh, just trying to stay consistent with that, man. I got goals I want to hit with my weight. And just focus on that. I'm trying to be around for another 80 years. You know what I'm saying? So Just a word of advice about the scale, the one you stand on, not the one for the food. Mm-hmm. Please do not weigh yourself every day. Oh, absolutely. Because it is discouraging. Uh, no, like, it don't discourage me. Th- 
but it's discouraging. <laughs> I, I Set a schedule. It. I get it. I get and it. take pictures. Take pictures of yourself. Like, cause you'll yeah. see it more in pictures than you went on the, you know, than you will on the scale. Yeah, so so, yeah. I knew I was gonna be heavy initially because I'm putting on muscle first. Cause I'm doing mm-hmm. weight training and I do like uh just kind of do like weight training with my cardio. I don't do a lot of lot of I, I walk, but I don't do a whole bunch of cardio. I'm not into that. I'm trying to shape my body, you know, the way I want it to be shaped. As far mm-hmm. as trying to get back to my high school size where I was lifting weights and I was active all the time. You know, you, you remember seeing me. I was I was I was slim thick with my cute ass. You know what I'm saying? So if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know that whole vibe. But you know, I'm I'm glad to be here, y'all. You know, it's the Random Ass Podcast with your boy Tank, and it's your girl Porsche. And we back for another week. You know, we've been going through a lot of things as a podcast. We gonna we gonna change our name again. Yes, we are gonna change our name again. Okay. Uh, but it 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 will be it will be closer to the summertime fall when we decide the uh, name change and we are gonna kind of change our direction. But uh. I just love the way we've been growing and uh, the new direction we've been heading in. We got a lot of ideas that we're going to add to the show, so definitely, uh, you know, come on this ride with us as we we grow and we transition into a whole completely new show, new vibe, man. I can't wait. So, you ready, Portia, to kick this thing off? Oh, we kicking it off with me this week. We okay. kicking, we kicking it off. No, I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna kick it off. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. We ain't gonna get to your tea yet. Well, we're going to okay. get to our, our SRS questions. And that's our single relationship and sex questions. And the first single question is, should women ask men out on a date? What you think? Like, so, are we talking like the first initial date? or are we talking We're just talking about, about in general. Period. It could be the first or whatever. If you see a dude, he's attractive, you at the bar... And you want to walk up on him, be like, "Hey, what's up? You know, good time. Here's my number. I think we should go out sometimes." Are you doing shit like that? Two things. First, I'm scary, so no, I'm not. <laughs> um, and I'm like kind of old fashioned. Like, I definitely feel like um, a man should, you know, like pursue a woman. Um, however, like when it does, I guess like, I guess after like a few days, it's like, Hey, I want to do this or I want to go here. Like, let's go. Okay. You know, so I wouldn't mind like initiating something like after the fact, but I'm so scary. I don't be approaching nothing, uh, a nobody. So, so that's a no for me. But what about women overall? Do you think women should, should approach me and ask them out on dates? Um, I mean, why not? Shoot your shot. Yeah. I'm just scary. So, uh-huh. I'll get scary, so that's bad. But so, are you the type that is staring the dude all night until he get the picture? No, I'm not gonna stare at you all night. Like, I might try to flirt or something like that, and just be like, "Hey, please catch a hint." But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, but if that's not the case, then it's like you know, what your, okay. what are your tactics to walk me through it? Like, how, how are you oh gonna get attention? God. I don't know my tactics. I'm putting on, I'm putting you on the spot. Go ahead, walk me through it. Um, I don't know, like, maybe it's, you know, just trying to, like, maybe, like, just start a conversation about, yeah. like, something weird or funny that's happening. Um, maybe, like, if it's, like, in a bar situation, be like, oh, what you drinking? You know, just, you oh, know, just okay. start, like, just some type of conversation. conversation. I'm not bending over and twerking. 
in yeah. front of nobody or you know anything outrageous like that but i i would at least try to initiate a conversation and just see where it goes from there most definitely and i think some men do uh they do kind of like that you know they like to uh you know for a woman to ask them out but they definitely will want to you know kind of drive their interaction and you know kind of chase you because at the end of the day you know men still like to hunt um, oh, <laughs> I mean that's true man. men like to like definitely like to pursue I know I like to pursue you know at, at you know at my speed you know I, I right don't... can we use the word pursue and not hunt please okay yeah I'm sorry <laughs> you know but we pursue and uh you know it, it'd be cool if a girl asked me on a date you know if she planned the whole thing got the whole thing situation I, I like that you know, and it's like, okay, you know, you know, because it's always up to the man. And it's so, uh, can I say cliche? Yeah. For the man to ask the woman out. So it just, it'd be cool just to switch it up sometimes. Be different. I find it interesting so, to say that. <laughs> yeah, just switch it up sometimes, you know. Well, I, I'm dating currently and I wouldn't mind being switched up, you know what I'm saying, you know. I'm out here on these day nap. Well, I'm on just only one day nap, though. I ain't on the whole but mm. <laughs> You want to put that disclaimer Yeah, I Like, I ain't thirsty like that where I'm on, like, five different day naps where I'm checking my phone per- periodically. I said that wrong. I said that word all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I said St. Louis. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But I'm not checking my phone. Uh throughout the day. I was going to try to say the word again, but I ain't even finna go there. I don't even want to mess it up. Go ahead and say the word for me, though. Periodically. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Throughout the day. And I don't know how to talk, so... So I'm not on that, but, you know, I'm on Hinge and I'm trying it out, and it's it's different. You know, it's uh, one of the things where you can match on them, and you know what I'm saying, they can decide if they want to message you back, or uh, or they can match on you and decide if you want to message them back, so... It's pretty cool. It's a lot of quality people on there, so you know. Well, that's that's good. Yeah, I'm not on yeah. any. You so. should definitely try Hinge. Well, I'm not definitely. looking to download any dating apps right now, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're about to move on. Next question. <laughs> 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 right. I'm working with the feds. I'm just, you know. <laughs> Okay, well, let's well since we, we're not downloading no date naps, let's mm-hmm. move to the relationship part of this. <laughs> let's move on over. Okay, <laughs> now we're on a relationship. Um, <laughs> you are an uh, idiot. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done. I ain't even talking about it no more. All right, okay. let's let's talk about the relationship. Okay. Consistency. Okay. What type of consistency are you looking for in a relationship? Give me examples and break it down. Because I think this is a big topic when it comes in relationships. Not only romantic relationships and also friendships. But right now, since we're on the SRS, let's keep it romantic. Can you give me some big pointers on consistency when it comes to relationship? I mean, to me, the biggest one is don't talk about it, be about it. It's just a matter of if you say you're going to do something, do it. Like, mm-hmm. if you say you plan, like, oh, let's do this on this day. Okay, then in my mindset, 
we're doing this on this day. Like, it's not a matter of, well, I don't feel like it no more, or um, I forgot. Like, I forgot is not an excuse. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not a valid excuse. Um, but really, I, I think the big thing, and also, like, you know, communication, of course. Like, there has to be consistent communication. Um, if not, then this this ain't no relationship. You know, you know, like, this ain't no relationship. As far as I'm concerned, this is casual. If we can't even have consistent communication. But I think that really is just, you know, just doing what you say you're going to do. Like, that is that is the biggest one for me. Like, that is a... It's almost like a deal breaker almost mm-hmm. for me because it's like, okay, like the first time it's just like, okay. And then the second time I'm probably just a stone cold bitch. And I just, I don't have anything, you know, left to say to you because I'm still harping on the first time, you, you mm-hmm. know, this shit. So, um, so yeah, so that's what, I guess that's, that's pretty much my answer mm. for now. <laughs> yeah. Staying consistent. Uh, I think I think consistency can fall on you know a lot of things when it comes to relationship. You know, uh, communication. You know, it's uh, it's communication consistent. Uh, you know, are we uh, you know doing things? Are we going on dates? It's kind of like right. just remaining how we start this. You know, when you first you know dating someone, you guys go on multiple dates. You guys going to the bowling alley. Y'all throwing axes. Y'all going painting. You know, y'all you know you going on walks. You doing all type of shit at restaurants, and once y'all finally get together, everything slows down. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, or you know, things start to come up. I'm too busy, or I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I work all night, or I worked all day. Uh, and I think just to keep that spark and keep that relationship alive, you know, everything has to remain consistent. With what got y'all there? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. If y'all having sex a whole bunch when y'all was dating, kicking it, going ooh, and y'all be in a relationship, then it's just like, oh, I'm too tired. I don't feel like I have to say woo woo. Like that's gonna, that's, that's gonna that's cause a strange. That's where the what did we talk about a couple of weeks ago? The sex schedule. I think the sex schedule. That's what that comes. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, ew. I'm sorry. But we'll we'll get to sex in a second. <laughs> she said she don't want no schedule. Surprise her with the D. I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's what consistency uh, consistency is for me. And sometimes I did like that in some relationships. Uh, I think as I, I as I'm older now, I can look back on it. I'm like, damn, I wasn't consistent with that. You know, sometimes you know we can run into that other seat, complacent. You know what I'm saying? We become complacent mm-hmm. where you know we're not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just we just get used to that. And us as men trying to figure out, you know, why why she not putting up with our shit no more and why she acting like this and why she acting out. You know what I'm saying? Or why she got attitude, why she rolling eyes. Because we told her we was going to take her to go see this play and now we didn't even get the tickets. We waited till the last minute and it sold out. Right. <laughs> and that prime example, like that's a big yeah. example right there. It is. Right, hey, We're going to go see this play. Blase, blase. It's at the Fox. But come time for it, I didn't get the tickets in time because I didn't get paid on Friday, but I told you I was going to get it. Nigga, you told me two months ago we was going to this play. <laughs> I was excited. Yeah. I was looking forward to this play. I looked up reviews and everything. Now we're not going. So I totally get that. You know what I'm saying? How important that is. So Yeah. yeah most definitely. So let's move on to our next one. 
Okay. So this is our sex sex question. So can you can you have sex without emotion? Are you a type of person that needs to have sex to gain that emotion? You are for asking me this question. What? What you talking? I'm just. Um, I, I don't know your life. I'm just asking you questions. Um. Yes and no. Okay. Go ahead. Break it down for me. <sighs> oh, you want me to go first, so you can come on with your ass. <laughs> Please go first. Because it seems like you're stressing over there. You gave me. You call me asshole. Then you let a. Uh, you let a big foot out like that. Um. You go first. <laughs> I feel like I can have sex without emotions because sometimes, you know, you do have F buddies where that's just that's just what the situation is. You know what I'm saying? We we just having sex, we having a good time, blase, blase. But I feel like when I'm dating someone for a good amount of time and we continue to grow, I do need that sex to be a part of it for me to gain some emotions for her. Because of course I have some just, you know, emotions outside the bedroom for her as well. But I think sometimes when you have sex with that person, it can heighten those emotions, to be honest. Because sometimes that sex might just be the key to you actually connecting with that person. Do you get what I'm saying about that? Yeah. Like, I hear what you're like, saying. Like, like you putting a like when you dating and stuff and you and you going out with somebody, you get to know them, and you be like, okay, I'm putting a puzzle together. Okay. Um, oh, she she a good kisser, oh, she can hold hands, cuddle. Go here, blase, blase. Then when that sex come in, sometimes it just complete that puzzle. Like, all right, okay, look, now let's figure this out. Well, you know what I'm saying? We vibe in the bedroom. Everything's going good in the bedroom. We cool. You know what I'm saying? Now we vibe. Can we vibe outside of it? You know what I'm saying? What happens if it doesn't complete the puzzle? <laughs> I don't want to leave. <laughs> but I got to go right now. <laughs> I'll be back before you know it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm out. I'm out. I'm just being real. Like, if it, <laughs> come on, let's let's be real. All my listeners, no, they listening right now, smiling. Y'all got a big grin on y'all face because y'all know y'all was dealing with somebody. The sex was terrible, and you was out. Y'all know y'all was. Let's be real. I know y'all knocked somebody down before, or, or however you want to say it, had sex with somebody, and you was like, "Why did I do that?" You was right. You was on your way back home, <laughs> or you put the nigga out. You came up with an excuse talking about you got to run to the store or pick your mama up, take her to the store. Whatever you did, you was thinking about why did I just do that? That was terrible, and that shit happened. Yeah. I'm talking about man dating a girl for months. Everything vibed, everything cool. You know she couldn't kiss at first. I was just like, all right, she can't. She's probably not a good kiss. It's cool though. She not a good kiss. I was like, she cool. Personality was whoop got in the bedroom, it was even worse. It was just like we discombobulated. It just was it was out of rhythm. You know, she was she was doing the salsa, I was doing the hip hop dance. It was it was off. We went we went dancing together. You know what I'm saying? She was doing the country dance, I was doing the, you know, so I was doing RB dance. You know, it just wasn't working. But you know, sometimes it happened like that. So, yeah. let's get to you answer this question because I think I went on for a good while. I think it's your turn now. <laughs> so, is it possible to, to have casual sex without feelings? Yes. Um, I, I definitely say that, I, yeah. I mean, I feel like people just automatically assume that women just have to have like, you know, like women are emotional and they just have to have some type of, you know, emotion and 
be falling in love and I mean that's honestly is it's not the case um will a connection make the sex better 100% yes um but I mean it's it's possible like I I don't see the big deal in doing it that way um but I'm also different from other girls <laughs> um mm-hmm. so I yeah, I guess that's my answer. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I've done it. You know, it's it's possible. I mean, it's to me, it's it's you know, it it is a way to connect, but in some cases, it literally is just physical. Yeah. But I have homegirls who like have to have like they have to have some type of connection, and I just be like, okay, girl, <laughs> you know, it's it's no judgment, you know, to them or to me, but um, but yeah. That's my answer. <laughs> that was a terrible answer. That's my story. <laughs> that ter- you go. You gonna get a listen to that terrible answer? Well, okay. So this is this is my thing. I think I just have just a different mindset when it comes to to other women. You know what I'm saying? So it's just mm-hmm. like I don't think that I can just give like the answer that people are you know are just going to expect is me being a woman like all women aren't you know like emotional beings mm-hmm. like get, get that idea out of your head um and I and I think it's just you know society just labels us that way just because I'm you know just because that's always how it's you know been but things are just so different now like you have women who who have careers now that didn't used to be the case yeah. <laughs> or you have women who are like you know really independent or the breadwinners like that didn't used to be the case like we you know kind of came up in a society or even previous before that where it's like the woman is the homemaker and depended upon the man and that's who you know they kind of just follow and it's just like no mm-hmm. that's just not the case I, I can get this on my own I can make my own rules I can live by my own standards and that's just that's just how I am yeah um I don't fall into you know like society's idea <laughs> of what like a 1950s women <laughs> woman should right be. So, so what you're saying is in all your words I'm just summing all up that <laughs> that a, a, a nigga could be over your house you smash them boom you could put them out eat eggs and not think twice about them oh absolutely okay <laughs> okay. Absolutely. All right, man. But that uh wraps up our SRS question. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps up our SRS question. <laughs> Questions of the week. Mm. If you guys ever want to participate, you can. I'm gonna get you back for that. <laughs> hey, man, if y'all ever want to participate, man. You can hit us on my IG at Tank Ocho on Instagram. And her IG, what's your IG? Porsche underscore V 2.0. Yep, if you ever want to drop questions, then we can put it on the show. Uh, also, if you uh, are our listeners, man, valuable listeners, if you haven't gave us five stars yet and, and wrote a comment on our page, please do. I greatly appreciate that. All our Apple uh, listeners, you can go down scroll on down hit those five stars and write a comment uh definitely appreciate your uh feedback so let's move on to y'all favorite part of the show that i get that i hear about a lot uh <laughs> let's get to uh Portia and her tea okay so um 
So, um, this week I have a few things that I want to discuss. The first thing is regarding Nike. Um, so if you've heard previous episodes, you you know kind of heard me discuss Checks about the stripes. That's what I like. A stripes girl. Um, however, in this case, I'm all for Nike and what they are doing. Um, so they have partnered with the National Urban League, and they are going to invest 2.75 million um, into um, you know just different cities and organizations to basically fuel economic empowerment, education, and social justice. Um, St. Louis, hometown, whoop whoop. Um, they just received $250,000 um, across four organizations worth of grants that are basically going to, you know, assist in accomplishing some of the goals that these organizations have. Mm-hmm. Um, so the local organizations that are going to benefit, um, Annie Malone, uh, Children and Family Service Center. And so they're receiving a $50,000 grant. Um, from Nike, and it'll basically just kind of help to provide program support, um, you know, through social services and just different educational programs and advocacy for at-risk children and families. Uh, the People's Community Action Corporation, they'll receive $50,000 as well. Um, and basically, they're going to, you know, just give um, access to mental health and wellness programs. Mm, extremely important. Yeah. Very um, the Irving Golf of Greater St. Louis, they're going to receive $75,000. And basically, this is going to go to their different satellite locations, and it's going to provide learning opportunities for St. Louis youth mm-hmm. through educational innovation. Um, they'll also be able to have, like, on-course programming and just providing overall mentorship uh, mentorship opportunities that can encourage, like, career development and then also, you know, additional education. Um, education and then um riverview west force and development corporation they're also going to receive receive seventy five thousand dollars from nike and basically um it's to support a beautification program um for the area youth uh, specifically um working with the beta enrichment center and they're going to provide you know a variety of programs and act- activities um that encourage you know um development for uh for the youth in those areas so Congratulations to those organizations. I think it's a wonderful thing, you know, that Nike is doing. Um, Also want to shout out one of my good friends, um, Josh Peters, who is the social community and impact manager over at Nike. And so they're looking to, you know, again, just connect with different individuals in different cities and, you know, really locate organizations in need and that have a, a plan. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is having a plan of, hey, if we gave you this money today, what are you going to do with it? Um, I mean, and these are organizations that are just very just known in the St. Louis area yep. as well. Um, so just, just kudos to them. Kudos, um, kudos to Nike. Um, kudos to Nike, especially. I will be checks over stripes for that reason. So. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I'm glad Nike has taken steps to do this because it was long overdue. And I know in the past they, you know, of course they donate uniforms, and I know they did plenty of donation. You know, Mike, uh, the head guy Sam Knight, uh, he gives back all the time. But you know, I, I feel like it was way overdue, I, and I, I'm glad that they're doing it because their biggest athlete ever is a black man. And their second biggest mm-hmm. athlete ever is a black man, even though he don't identify himself. Tiger Woods, 
it's a black man, you know. So I'm glad that they give it back to the black community, uh, and just you know, just putting shedding a light on it. So I really appreciate uh, appreciate that. And I'm doing that. Yeah, and and I think that it's good that they're also giving to organizations that um that aren't as you know maybe as big you know yeah. as other organizations. Um, so it's not like oh, we're Black gonna, Lives you know, Matter. They could show you another seven yeah. five million to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. it's like, wait a minute, okay. where that ninety million going that, that they got? We'll we'll never see. We'll it. never see. It. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely glad that they're reaching out to you know just organizations that one are definitely in need of funding and two that you know that I know like some of these organizations like I said I personally you know like work with or I just know of just because of the presence they have here in the community and you know that they're going to make good use um, of that money and you know and just of the work that they do in the community so very happy for that yep All righty. and so for my next story so um, there was a tragic shooting over the weekend um, actually not over the weekend last week on March 16th um, there was a mass shooting that occurred in Atlanta, Georgia, where eight people were killed. Um, six of the individuals who were killed were Asian women. Um, and then there was one other person um, that was wounded. And I believe another person ended up getting, um, you know, ended up dying while they were in treatment. Um, this happened, you know, due to a 21-year-old by the name of Robert Aaron Long going into multiple spas and massage parlors and deciding that, um, you know, that he was just having a bad day. Um, also, yeah, I can't believe the was- chief said that, the idiot. Oh, he's such an idiot. I can't believe he said Ooh. that either. Oh, idiot so, of the week. And, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And I guess the biggest thing to me is that, you know, he even said that you know, I guess it wasn't like racially charged, but you ended up, (laughs) you targeted, you know, a specific group of people. And it said it's because he had a temptation and he wanted to eliminate it because it didn't, you know, coincide with his religious beliefs. And it's just like, sir, just because you may have a liking to Asian women does not mean that you go out and, and kill them. Um, I definitely think that was horrible, but then to say that it wasn't racially motivated, yeah. um, it's just it's just a, a really far stretch. Um, so he's being charged with uh, eight counts of murder and one count of aggravated assault. Um, I found the story very interesting just because it sparked a lot of conversation on social media. Um, one is just really just about, you know, racism and discrimination against Asian, com- you know, Asian Americans and against the Asian community. Yeah. Um, another thing that kind of just like kind of sparked and just kind of came to mind is that there were articles coming out basically about how black people can be strong allies to Asian Americans right now. Um, and I, I'm definitely one that has, you know, like compassion for people. However, white supremacy is basically what <laughs> is what caused, you know, like these murders. You know what? No, no, no. Go ahead. Say it, Portia. It was that man that was why in office. You, why are you, why are you calling on black people? <laughs> it was Donald <laughs> to, Trump. To fix and be the savior and things of that nature. Now, what I will say as far as like Donald Trump Damn. and racism is concerned, I'm sorry. What I will say, what I will say is that 
Donald Tr- Donald Trump definitely, definitely, one hundred percent made racism um, a talked about subject. Like he brought it to light. He exposed it. People have always been racist. Like let let's not blame Donald Trump for racism. You know, people were racist before Donald Trump decided he, to he, become he, president. But I'm just saying, However, though, he, I hate to cut you off. I'm just saying, with his press conferences and his news conferences, he. Being on having him having Twitter fingers, he amplified it. He he grabbed the ears. Yeah, he grabbed the ears of his followers by making comments like the China flu. I don't know. Yeah. At China. Yeah. He was blaming China. So he was pushing this this perception that you know that all Asians, you know, were behind this. And there's been a lot of Asian hate crime that's been pushed under the rug or not reported about. But now that, you know, such a, you know, you know, this tragedy happened, it it kind of shined a light on everything. You know, Jeremy Lin from the NBA has been speaking out, speaking about it for months. Now, everybody, now that it's it went to the fact where it was a mass murder instead of, you know, sometimes there was Asians being attacked or women that was being raped. Now that it's making national news, not everybody wants to speak about it. But this thing has been going on for a while and it all sparked. Excuse me. I'm just drinking this cherry Pepsi. I'm sorry. <laughs> it all sparked from Donald Trump getting up on that podium and making little remarks. And those little remarks can go a long way. And it can definitely get, get inside these young guys' head. Because if we look back, a gentleman that I believe it was in Kenosha mm-hmm. that shot some people, he was, he was a big Trump supporter. He was listening to some of that rhetoric. He, he, but there he took been, it upon himself to go there outside. There have been mass shootings before. before tra- I know. Donald I'm just saying. Trump. I'm just saying. But I'm just saying, like, we can't just make him the scapegoat for racism. We're, that's I'm not, that's I'm all not I'm not saying. Him. I'm just saying. He, but he's I'm not, inciting. I'm not going to, I'm he's pouring lighter fluid on it for sure. He's pouring lighter fluid on it for sure. He's exposed it. And, and I ain't going to expose it. Enlightened. 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 Whatever you want. You know what I'm trying to say. God damn it. Ignited. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that changed subjects. I'm getting mad thinking about Trump. But no, I just, I just, you know, just with different things that are happening. I mean, as a as a minority, we all face, you know, just just different trials and tribulations and things of that nature. Um, I don't think it's fair to just, you know, really call on the black community to kind of be, you know, the savior in all of this just because we face injustices every day in this country. Um, And I definitely feel like, you know, there could be, you know, we could get to a point to where we can work together. But let's let's be honest here. I mean, Asian Americans are, you know, they're kind of racist when it comes to black people, too. Like, I in no way support what happened or anything like that, but I definitely think that this is a wake-up call that white supremacy is the issue, like, here. Like, that is the biggest battle that we need to, you know what I'm saying, like, fight, not each other, not, you know what I'm saying, like, calling on one to, you know, oh, go save them. Like, no, like, we need to kind of just work together. Like, even, you know, even Latinos also, and just what they face with, some of the things that they were dealing with, you know, when it comes to like ice and things of that nature. 
it's just kind of like minorities are, you know, discriminated against, but it's, it's as a result of white supremacy. And I think the media, like I said, the media tries to play, you know, these games and putting us against each other because coming out with the article, how we can help, you know, to become strong allies. Like I, I get that, but I, I guess I come from just the mindset of how can I, how can I help you when I need help myself? You know, like I'm in a position of we need help too. So if it's a matter of us helping each other, then that's fine. But if, if that's the wake up call we get from this, then, then good. Then I can move forward with that. Mm-hmm. But it can't be that I got to save you. And, and a week or two from now, an unarmed black person gets, you know, killed. And then, you know, that cycle starts all over again. So, <laughs> Not on some wood. But that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I, just, I just want the focus of this. Like, it shouldn't be like, oh, how can we? No, 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 no. White supremacy is still a problem in America. Like, that is what this is. White supremacy is still an issue for someone to feel entitled to go and shoot a, you know, a specific group of people because of what they're dealing with. Or for a captain to go on TV and to repeat the words, oh, he was having a bad day. Like, that's all white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got you. Calm down. I, all right. I'm just making it. <laughs> all right. I got you. This is, what's, what's next? What's on the table? That's all. Oh, that's it. That's all. Oh, so um, this is a story that you brought to light. Um, Don't put it on me. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. No. Uh, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> You know, I don't come with tea. I come with the Henny. Tank with the Henny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, I'm drinking on this Cherry Pepsi over here. Listen, Cherry Pepsi is the weight of my heart. If you're a woman, and you know what I'm saying, you, if, if you want to court me, <laughs> give me a Cherry Pepsi, baby. I'll tell you that. So, this full of sugar, you shouldn't be drinking it. Sorry. Ain't nobody asked you. I'm just... You don't know if it's the zero not, or not. It's the zero. I'm, it's still bad for mm-hmm. you. I'm just trying to help you. I lied. It ain't the zero. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to speak about Deshaun Watson this week. Uh, I had this conversation with several people before and, you know, I just, you know, sexual allegations has been something on the table for the past uh, three years. It's, it's been definitely, uh, you know, been happening to a lot of different celebrities and stuff like that. People have been bringing to the forefront. Um, I'm definitely concerned with uh, what's going on with him right now. I know uh, a few months ago he was requesting a trade uh, from the Houston Texans due to uh, basically uh, just you know their hiring practices. You know he wanted he wanted more people that look like him that happened to be on the staff, and there was a situation where you know the the owner did not you know. You know, talk to him about hiring whoever he was going to hire. Since he's the franchise player, he's the quarterback. He just got paid a $250 million contract and everything. So he kind of wanted some insight on that. Then uh, about a, about maybe two weeks uh, from now, there was two weeks ago, I'm sorry, there was a report that first came out where there was uh, allegations, sexual allegations. Uh, the first report, it was a woman, a lawyer posted it on IG out of all places that he was going to prosecute him. He posted it on IG. Um, <laughs> the woman made claims that uh, she felt uncomfortable uh, with some of the things that Deshaun asked from asked from her. 
Uh, he asked her to uh, massage his glutes, uh, basically, and, and he turned over, over on his back and he asked her to massage most uh, closely in his groin area. She kind of felt uncomfortable uh, from it, and uh, she ended up cutting the massage short. Uh, there was, you know, there was no... They claim they have a text message where he was apologizing to her about making her feel uncomfortable. And if they wanted to work again in the future, let's let's work. So once that story came out, another person came came forward. She uh, kind of mentioned, the, yeah, one. yep. So she kind of mentioned uh, the massage, and uh, what kind of threw me off. I'm not saying it's not be- unbelievable. I'm trying to be serious this moment, but I have to tell this. So the lady said that he asked if she can pour hot oil in his ass look some people look. are into some kinky <laughs> shit okay look. do not hey, judge that, that man asked her if she can massage his anus okay put hot oil that, I, I don't know about the putting I don't know about you pouring hot oil down my ass and, and massaging my ass okay maybe maybe you don't like okay it. you upset but, but there are other know. people who do oh so once that came out, then three, then then a third one came out. Now it's up to eight, eight or nine, that all these women have the same story. Uh, my concern is us, us in the public. Um, do we automatically assume someone's guilty be, uh, because the amount of numbers of women came out, or do we try to give them benefit of the doubt and try to put that innocent? Uh, uh, until proven guilty I definitely think it depends on who it is yeah. you know like when stuff was coming out like about R. Kelly yeah. I mean he still got fans that'll be outside of the courthouse saying, mm-hmm. you know calling people liars and things like that yeah. Um, but like when you think about like Bill Cosby like if you actually like read up on that case like I don't I don't care what nobody says I don't think that Bill Cosby should be in jail that's that's my opinion just kind of like based on some of the details you know like from that case in the case of like tiny and ti i could possibly believe you know yeah (laughs) just some of those stories especially because he's an artist and um he puts out music so if you look at some of his song lyrics you're like oh you definitely with the shit you know what i'm saying so i definitely think it depends on who the individual is mm-hmm. um but I would say that when it gets to the point to where stories are very familiar with each yeah. other it's kind of like mm, like it, it makes but it, it be, hard my thing is it becomes somebody the benefit of yes the it becomes familiar because the first person put the story out but my whole thing is it lose merit for me of when he's dropping it on IG now if there was a formal complaint that was filed and everything like that, but he went to IG to put all his information out, to send out screenshots of what he filing and everything like that. And I just, and, I don't know if that's professional yeah. when it comes to a lawyer, but you know, I, I do. It's not professional, but it gets everyone's attention. attention. And you know, and that's that's really what it is but, today. It's like, oh, this is an NFL player. We're yeah, about to and this is a black, a, a black man. Game. Yeah, because there was a, yeah. There was an offensive lineman for the Seattle that almost beat uh, beat his girl to death, and ESPN didn't report on it to the, the the night cycle. But soon as just one case came out, speculation, no no evidence yet, no photos, no videos. He was on 
six in the morning on the front page of ESPN. Well, so. that was because the guy that I almost beat his girlfriend half to death was white. So <laughs> I was just call it exactly. That's, that's the I didn't want to say it, but people it listening, was, they know. No, I'm going to say it. Know. it was because he was white. You know, we got some Nobody white listeners. I didn't want to say it, but. No, it was because he was white. Yeah. Like, point blank in the period. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not about to <laughs> Um, but I definitely agree with the whole like social media thing. I just, you know, people do it yeah. because they know that it's going to get the attention, but especially when it comes to like, you know, like victims and, yeah. and I'm definitely in no way victim blaming or anything like yeah, that. I'm like, not, I I'm not saying he like, innocent. I'm not saying he guilty. I'm in between on it because I want to see what how it plays out. Yeah. But going through traumatic experiences like that, I can definitely understand someone not wanting to come right out and say like, this happened to me. Because you're probably still trying to process, mm-hmm. you know, you're probably still I trying agree. to process it. You're probably still trying to figure out, will someone believe me? Do I have enough evidence? Right. So I 100%, I 100% get that. What I don't like is people just coming out on Instagram all of a sudden. You know, My whole thing, go to the police. Like, get a record of Yeah. Me. So that way, when stuff does come out, it's like, oh, you went to the police, you reported it, you, you know, you went and got a, you know, like a, um, you know, like a rape kick test and stuff like that. And it's just like, but, but at the same time, like, I also understand, like, you may not be in your right mind to, to process all of it and actually go forward with taking those Mm -hmm. actions, but still after all of that is said and done. Go talk to and as and as of right now, yeah, as of right now, there is there's no charges that has been filed. He hasn't contacted Houston PD at all with anything, so we're still waiting to see if there's going to be files charged against uh, Deshaun Watson. But I just kind of wanted to bring everyone's attention because I know it's a big thing right now. I I'm not victim blaming. I do want to hear what happened. Do want to hear the story. And if he's guilty, I hope hey burn his ass. Because I think R. Yeah. Kelly guilty for sure, without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? Guilty. I'm still gonna listen. I'm still gonna listen to his music. I'm not you know, gonna I'm lie. not gonna say if I'm gonna listen to his music or not because they ain't got nothing to do with it. I am just because I'm. I'm just. I'm going to keep it 100. Like, do I think that some of the stuff that he's being accused of is just downright filthy, filthy, nasty, dirty? Yes, I do. But I'm not finna sit up here and lie to y'all and act like I would not turn on R. Kelly. Step right in the now. name like, of love. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, that wasn't really one of my favorites. Uh, but, but, I know you, you, you probably like you like the Jeep. You remind me of my Jeep. That's you. I know. I ain't even gonna go there though. But you got okay. It. Anyways, but I mean, uh, but that's a whole nother conversation with separating the artist from, from art. the art. Yeah, we probably talk about that next week. But uh, <laughs> so. man, I definitely want to thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing episode. I uh, definitely enjoyed. Uh, just laughing, kicking it back with Portia is real easy to work with her. Uh, I just want to shout her out for her hard work, uh, just bringing up, Aww. bringing the tea and everything, and I just appreciate you. And uh, and that's it, man. What you got to say, Portia? Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, this was kind of like you know one of those things for me. It was just like. Uh... I don't know <laughs> like if I want to you know if I want to do it or if people actually want to hear what I have to say but I definitely um appreciate it I appreciate the feedback um definitely appreciate you know like the positive comments and you all sharing the podcast so shout out to you all 
Hank for being an amazing co-host. So, um, or just even thinking of me, you know, um, but I know this is like a, a really big passion for you. So I'm going to do whatever I can, yeah. um, to, you know, to, to help fulfill that dream. Yeah. You work for me. All right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's calm it down. Right. Hey, appreciate, <laughs> appreciate y'all tuning in, man. It's the Random Ass Podcast. It's your boy Tank. And it's your girl Forrest. And we out. <laughs>